Live from the Pacific Northwest, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. Real. True. Stories. May the narrative be with you. Damn, I miss walking. (laughs) I miss feeling my fingers. I miss playing softball. I miss hitting the ball, sliding into second base. Damn, I was good at playing softball. I miss being spontaneous with my family, just going out without worrying about how much energy I'm going to need and where the next bathroom is. God, I miss all those things. When I was 28 years old, I was diagnosed with relapsing remitting MS. Multiple sclerosis is the MS part, which means that my body is attacking itself. So my T cells are eating up the myelin sheath on my nerves so that the messages from my brain to my fingers, to my feet, don't get there very well. There's a disconnection. The relapsing remitting part means that I have some good times and then I can go down, and I have some good times and I can go down, and good times and go down. And it's been like this for 18 years, a roller coaster ride for 18 years. You know, a roller coaster of worsening symptoms, worsening numbness means that I have a hard time holding a pen, which means that when I write a check, it is really ugly, and I sometimes don't even know how much I write the check for. (laughs) Could be good, could be bad, I don't know yet. Cognitive issues. My brain doesn't quite work the same way as it used to. An email that used to take me five minutes to compose can now take half an hour, and sometimes I have to leave and come back because I can't put all the words down and think about how it all goes together. And fatigue. Fatigue is the worst for me. That is my arch enemy. Fatigue is tiredness, but not tiredness like you had a long day at work, you got stuck in traffic, and you don't have enough energy to make dinner. That's not fatigue. Fatigue is your body just being completely void of any energy. Things in life that should be easy are extremely tough. There's times where just squeezing the toothpaste onto my toothbrush is really, really hard to do. I have an imaginary measuring system for my fatigue, which is I give myself $100 a day. And things that used to cost me 50 cents, you know, getting up and and, uh, going from here to answer the door would cost me 50 cents. Now those cost me five bucks. Sometimes if the day is really bad, it may cost me 10 bucks to go get to the door. Fatigue has been really tough. Coors Light is always good. (laughs) Over the last 18 years, there's been all kinds of changes. Changes that we've always had to remeasure. Uh, we always call it finding our new normal. So when you know something goes bad, we've got to remeasure for our family and figure out how are we going to do it next. The worst one came about three years ago, when I had to quit driving and quit working. Huge hit to my ego, to my self worth as a man, to purpose. What purpose do I have? I was stuck in bed. I had to ask people for help to do everything. Thank God I have wonderful family and amazing friends 
who really helped me through this time. I was in a deep depression. I couldn't get out of bed. My wife and I had started a business when we moved here, and thank God she was able to step up and become the CEO of everything. She took over the business, and our business is still going strong, and, and we maintain our livelihood. So thankful for that. I have two amazing daughters, 14 and 15 years old, and they have had to grow up so fast, and they are so beautiful and so caring, and I am so thankful for all that they have done. And I have amazing friends that have picked me up through this, because when that exacerbation hit, that roller coaster that I was on was a corkscrew straight down into depression. It was a deep, dark pit. I have a friend who really helped me out of that. His name's Augie, and he had an idea to do a podcast. I thought, podcast? I had to look that up. I had no idea what a podcast even was. <laughs> Come to find out that a podcast is like a self-contained little radio show that you can get on iTunes. In fact, you can listen to it on your phone. There's podcasts about everything. So he came over to our house, and I'm thinking, okay, Augie wants to do a podcast. He's going to ask my wife and I, you know, kind of how we find our new normal, how we deal with things. Boy, was I wrong. Augie came to the house and said, Jim, I know you have a background in broadcast, and I think it'd be great if other people with MS hear about something from a person with MS. I thought, are you kidding me? I can hardly put my feet on the ground in the morning. At that time, I was having a hard time putting my words together, putting sentences together. I thought, there's no way I could do a podcast. But there was this little voice in the back of my head that kept on saying, Jim, you know you got to do this. You know you got to get yourself out of this. And thank God I did. Because you need purpose. Everybody needs a purpose. So I started a podcast called How You Really Doing. How you really doing? Yeah. In capital letters, see that? Because everybody wants to talk about how they're really doing. Everybody needs connection. And so we talk about the anxiety, the hurts, the pains, the silver linings, the laughter. We talk about being a human and having a disease. It's been a great connection for me. And I also learned that for just a small amount of money, I can buy a couple microphones, set them up on a card table, and have a Mac computer, and I can get my ideas out to the world. Holy crap. <laughs> I can get my ideas out to the world. Who wants to listen to my ideas? I'm not a doctor. I don't have any letters behind my name. Why would somebody want to listen to me? I realize that I have experience doing this. I've been there. So I invite my friends over from my MS support group, and we talk about what it's like. Friends like Ryan. Ryan and his friends, they got tired about talking about MS. It was a downer. So they gave MS a different name. Instead of coming home and saying, man, MS was really tough today, they'd say, Margaret Swanson is a bitch. Margaret Swanson really screwed me over today. I was late to work because of Margaret. Margaret this, Margaret that. Or my friend Ron, who is very active, 
And as things changed with MS, Ron's leg would drag when he was running. So Ron's running became Ronning. <laughs> it's different. Everybody knows when it's Ronning. You know, and there's a lot of very embarrassing things with MS. And that's what I have found is that with true vulnerability comes great freedom. When I'm really opening up with somebody, I really get it off my chest, get it out of my head where it rambles around for so long and it's just not good for me. Like when I talked to Nate. Nate was my very first podcast. And uh, we, we were talking about, Nate, what would you do? Even if it's embarrassing, what would you do if it makes your life better? We talked about you know, using a cane because we all struggle with walking, but using a cane is something that you wait forever to do because you don't want that moniker right there saying, hey, I'm handicapped. But we both used a cane, we had to. And so I said, Nate, you know, people with MS have bladder issues. Would you ever wear Depends? you know, adult diapers, if it would make your day easier. Right away, he said, Jim, I talked to my urologist, and I said, you know, if it gets to that point, I just might as well think about ending it all. Like, wow, that was pretty heavy duty. But then I said, Nate, I have Depends on right now. That's why I can drink more Coors Light. <laughs> you know, I said, I don't remember the last time I wore regular boxers. And you should have seen the look on his face. <laughs> you know, it was that connection that he and I made. And it was the fact that he looked at me and said, I didn't know that you wore those. And I look up to you, so if you do that to make your day easier, then yeah, maybe that is something that I would do if I needed to. It really helped him. And that's the connection that my podcast does. It's about connection and, and being human with somebody. Like Lindsay. Lindsay is one of my all-time favorite gals that I, I've done a podcast with, and she lives how you really doing every day. She is so honest with everybody. MS, when she was diagnosed, is something that she was used to a bit because both of her parents had MS. So when she got it, she said, okay, I can deal with this. I kind of know what MS is all about. Lindsay's dad was her best friend. And he always said, Lindsay, be strong, be safe, be you. Lindsay honors her dad every day by having a tattoo on her hand that says, be you. So every time she sees somebody, be you. Great conversation starter for one, but the beauty in that to me is how authentic that makes you. You go about your life even with MS and you have the comfort, the, the confidence to be yourself, to bring yourself to the table every day. I get so much from that. You know, it's very difficult with all the changes that you get, all the changes that MS brings. And I know that there's always something that I have 
is choice. When I wake up in the morning, I have the choice to put my legs on the ground and be positive or I can be negative. You know what? These legs don't slide into second base like they used to. They don't run like they used to. But these are the only legs I have. And they got me up here. I've hated my legs before because they weren't the legs that I used to have. I'll tell you what, I love my legs right now. You know, you know what? Love is so much stronger than hate, right? Love conquers. And I'll tell you what, I love my legs. And just last week, my legs walked. Six steps. Six unaided steps. I took my walker, and I was in the hallway, and I pushed my walker down the hall. I didn't reach for anything. I balanced. Six steps I took. When I got to my walker, I laughed and I smiled. And I called up to my kids and I said, girls, come down here and check this out. So my girls came down. I did it again. I pushed the walker out and I walked with my girls, for my girls. And they smiled so huge. And they said, daddy, you haven't done that for so long. And there it was, the most important connection of all, and the one MS will never take away from me.